0: The deep three is back. Man, I thought it would never happen again, but here we go, trying to get going again on the podcast. Uh, I've got special guest today with me, Brent Winslow, return guest to the podcast. Let's
1: hope. Let's hope this goes better than our basketball predictions twenty 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 one. I yeah, guess it
0: was. We, <laughs> <laughs> we talked about uh, yeah March Madness last year, um, uh, and Brent picked Ohio State to win. They didn't win, not, not one not a game, game. <laughs> not a single game. So, we're going to talk about something today that I think we're a little more confident in actually taking place, uh, which is Impact Yakin. That's uh, coming up very soon, uh, June fifth to the tenth. So we'll get to that in just a little bit. Uh, but Brent, we'll just kind of jump in um, usual things with uh, sports and culture and faith, but we'll we'll make them Yakin County centric. Uh, this time so we'll just hop on right in Brent what's your favorite sports memory uh, from Yakin County
1: okay well I think there are a lot of memories obviously if we go back to back to ancient history I guess back when I was in high school you can pull up a lot of things that just meant a lot then but I think much more recently uh, the time I got to spend coaching at the middle school and the high school um, just to have the opportunity to interact with the students and to see them achieve both on and off the field uh, those are just memorable times and wouldn't trade that for anything uh, love doing that so that's obviously a great great memory tied into Ettingen County and several students and still get to see several of them today they show up at church from time that's to awesome. time show up at the house from time to
0: time and that's just great so if you're listening uh, and you can post on social media maybe uh, memory of Coach Winslow, uh, that would be that would be awesome to do that, give him some good things to look back at. Back at. Of course, he has to be on social media before he can see those. I'll relay like them to him uh, if you do post those things. Um, so, yeah, I, I've had a good experience with coaching some as well, not as much as you, but uh, be it at the high school or just getting into coaching my kids. And uh, there is definitely something special about that, Whether whether I've chosen to coach or been... <laughs> told I was coaching some mm-hmm. things uh, it's definitely a grit would interact with uh, students and parents and families so it goes hand-in-hand hand with ministry yes it really sure. does
1: especially in this in this community I think the roots are pretty deep yeah tied to our culture and tied to who we are and good opportunity to interact there
0: so if you're out there listening actually somebody called me last night and say uh, do you think I can coach? Uh, this is a little kid soccer and I said yeah of course you can and I love the fact there's somebody that I know is a, a person of faith that can be a witness out there as well so yeah hop in there if you don't be scared especially if you starting with little kids uh help them to have fun uh, and then you learn so you can coach the more experienced one as you go right so uh so uh, we'll move to the next one Brent what's something you can't get enough of again we'll keep it Yakin County centered on
1: this one okay and I think keeping it centered on that and also kind of with the theme of where we're headed today Impact Yadkin has been such a blessing uh, you know we go back deep with that we yes. go back to 2009 and 10 I guess the original uh, yeah the original people in the room praying about that and just thinking in that first time is gonna be one year and then to see <laughs> what God has done with that, uh, and then not being able to have it, I think over the past two years has just made it really, really, um, I guess, to the forefront of just how important it has been in my life, uh, to my discipleship and my walk and ministry, and uh, then to see how it has impacted students through the years and how it still continues to be big in their life. Uh, just to see churches coming together, working, you know, uh, and serving together without any barriers or walls just out serving Christ and wanting to magnify his name and bring him the glory. I think that's just an awesome time uh to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, definitely love seeing churches come together and uh it has been three years <laughs> since we've had this, so uh we'll get into it a little bit later. There's probably hopefully there's people listening who never been a part of it or maybe don't even know what we're talking about. they'll they'll learn, we forget yeah. that uh people that were there early on have grown up and moved on some are still here but we'll talk about that in just a little bit but i love church collaboration uh is a great thing um so tying that in with with church and faith uh was something that god's teaching you right now
1: yeah tying through that i guess you know and it seems like uh maybe i don't learn this lesson very well or maybe uh it's just something that god keeps renewing in my life you know just completely trusting him and uh walking in that faith is this has changed from we're doing it to we're canceling it to we're doing it different and just to see God at work in that and how he has opened the doors for this to be able to happen this year and to see the churches come alongside that and everybody's willingness to be flexible and to change things and say you know let's keep the most important thing the most important thing but I think you know, it's easy to get ahead of ourselves, or at least for me, it's easy to get ahead of myself and try to work things out when sometimes we just need to pray and step back and trust God uh, as leadership through anything we're walking
0: through, whatever it is. God's still at work, even if it looks a little different. I mean, in the last couple of years, just walking through COVID and all the changes we've seen with that, I mean, that's right in there with why we've we've had to back up and put this thing on hold and then decide to go with it again. Uh, so, yeah, things can be a little different and still be very effective, and we're looking to see what God is going to do with that. So we'll we'll dive deep into impact here in just a few minutes, but um, kind of the last podcast I did, I kind of switch it over. That one I had some trivia and some overrated, underrated. So I'm going to switch over, just sticking with overrated, and underrated. Three things here. Uh, a couple have a little tie-in to impact. The one I just wanted to ask you about uh, off the top. So, uh, first one: overrated or underrated? Chick-fil-A. I feel like this is a setup because one hundred
1: percent, a setup. It's going to be an overrated for me. Yeah. With maybe a couple of asterisks after that. Just, okay. Uh, I know people love it. Just not my favorite. I can, I can't eat Chick-fil-A and do from time to time but it's
0: definitely not my
1: not my favorite
0: not toward the top I mean is it the waffle fries or what's what is it um the
1: waffle fries I'm not a fan of that for sure yeah Uh, the chicken I think is good not anything special I guess so uh, you know I think the hype versus Okay. What it is for me, I do respect everybody who, you know, (laughs) that is their go-to, and that's number one on their list, and uh, I understand that, but uh, definitely not my favorite.
0: Right, so I I knew this coming in, Brent's not a huge fan of Chick-fil-A, the Lord's Chicken, Chicken and Pickles, (laughs) whatever you want to call it, Uh, so even though it's their pleasure to serve. Uh, So that may be a letdown to some of you guys, (laughs) but... uh, You know, we we won't hold that against Brent uh, too much. I would say Chick-fil-A is, if possible, it is underrated. I I love it. I love their app. Their reward system is great. I've had a lot of free sandwiches and meals, and uh, they got some good frosted coffee. Um, Fun fact, Brent, this may give you something else you can can, uh, try there. They have the frosted coffee, which is basically their coffee mixed with uh, what is their ice cream called ice dream okay you can frost any beverage okay so if you wanted uh, i mean you're basically getting like a coke float if you want okay a cherry coke float whatever i've never tried this but i've heard that so this there's your free nugget 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 <laughs> for today <laughs> is you can frost any beverage if you haven't had frosty coffee from chick-fil-a it's awesome
1: so. It really took you a while to get the first dad joke <laughs> first in dad there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, almost 10 minutes for dad joke. That's pretty good. So, all right. Uh, we'll, we'll agree to disagree on Chick-fil-A. Uh, all right, next, national parks. No. I do have a tie-in with this, but what do you think about, I met with state parks, national parks, overrated or underrated? I think underrated, and I think um, I've
1: experienced a lot more. Parks and hiking and the beauty of it. My son definitely is into that uh, full force, and he's taken me to lots of beautiful places and been able to see see lots of scenery in Colorado where he is now, as well as here. Um, so I would say probably enjoying that more than in any other part of my life right now. So that's been that's been great, and I think it's definitely definitely underrated. I don't think people I think people are using them more since COVID. Sure. But uh, I think that's definitely something that could be used even more.
0: Yeah, I would 100% agree. We saw quite a few uh, national parks last year. I'm going out to visit uh, my sister-in-law out through California and into Arizona. Uh, just some beautiful places out there and my parents are actually in uh, Yosemite right now. So uh, I look forward to seeing quite a few more national parks and maybe getting to some state parks with the kids uh, this summer. So. Get outside, uh, put your phone up for a second or two, uh, take a hike, take a walk, take a stroll, take a drive through these parks, and just take a look at the beauty that God's created. And I mean, I love the fact that we're, our nation is taking care of these places so we we can see them and enjoy them, so... That is a tie-in, because during Impact, we have Party in the Park. Uh, okay. I'm not going to (laughs) National Park there or even uh, State Park, but there is one at the Town Park. So we will talk about Party in the Park here a little bit, uh, kind of like a BBS that we've got in different places all across the the county. So uh, last one, yard games, overrated or underrated? Uh, probably, again,
1: underrated, I think. Uh, a lot of community built around yard games. Sure. A lot of enjoyment together, fun, whether it's cornhole or, you know, I guess back in the day it was Foursquare. and oh, yeah. You know, trash can, trash can kickball and all those kind of things that are now turned into... Uh, Lots of new things, but I think it's great. It seems it's always been great in student ministry um, to be able to build community, just build relationships, and for enjoyment, you know, it's a lot less expensive than going somewhere and spending a lot of money doing (laughs) something.
0: Yeah, probably most of these games I figure uh, created by a couple of guys who were bored and had something random object with them. I saw some guys the other day at the park. uh, they were hitting some kind of ball across a extension cord just to keep, just to have points in the system in the game, and they're make clearly make up the rules as they went. So I figure that that's how a lot of these things have probably got their start. Uh, one game that uh, my friends and I like to play a good bit is called uh, Bottle Bash. Yes. Then you know, Bottle Bash. That's uh, you put a bottle on a. Pole and try to knock it off with the Frisbee. Another team's team's trying to catch the Frisbee and the bottle if you knock it off. Uh, hard to describe if you haven't seen it, uh, but a ton of fun and uh, can get pretty competitive. So, uh, yeah, yard games, huge, uh, definitely a big part of youth ministry. Uh, so that's why I brought that up. And also, uh, we'll have some of those at our final event for Impact coming up on June 10th. So um, yeah, big part of, of ministry for sure, and like you said, a lot a good way to interact and build community uh, with people. So two underrated and one overrated on our list today. Yes. So the good thing about this is it's not trivia, so you're right on all of them, right? Uh, I guess. True, I guess. It's, your, it's all opinion based. So uh, okay, we've got through those those things. Now let's jump into right right into impact. Uh, we talked about a little bit how things look different, or maybe, maybe if you want to share how what we've done in the past and and kind of how it, it is different. Maybe there's people listening who have no idea what impact is, have never participated before. Um, so, it just share how how we kind of it's a little different, and then what we're looking for here and just are we three weeks out? Yes, goodness yes. gracious, yes, it's coming fast, coming fast, and I.
1: You know, to go back to the very beginning, just briefly, I guess, you know, started with just seven or eight churches, um, really started in West Virginia, I think, yeah. the, the initial conversation with churches there doing ministry together, talking about the fact we drove right by a lot of ministry opportunities on mm-hmm. our way out of Yadkin County, and that that both are necessary and both are good, and that we're called to minister locally in those churches coming together uh to do ministry for a week uh, on homes in the community where people are in need doing construction ministry party in the park being able to minister to the kids but then so many other things going on behind the scenes with our our prayer team and our food teams and you know our water team and Uh, Just the guys who go out and inspect the homes Mm -hmm. and do the material list and the people who run materials during the week. Uh, Just so many pieces to it that God just kind of brought together. And uh, From 2011, we did it every other year on the odd years, and uh, God just really blessed it. Uh, We grew from the small lunchroom in the middle school to Mm -hmm. not being able to fit in the high school gym for us. For our worship services and that was great and um you know if you don't know if you don't know impact the schools have been so central to that yes. and you know yetkin county schools we have just been blessed to have that relationship with them they have just opened their doors whether it's to do party in the park uh, or it's to stay at Forbush high school and Forbush middle school and allow the students to sleep in classrooms and use the locker rooms and use the cafeteria and then use the gym for our worship services it's just been an awesome thing to see um you know god grew that from about 200 people in 2011 to so last time we stayed at school we had about 600 mm-hmm. students and adults staying at the school and going out and doing construction ministry or some going to party in the park to minister um so obviously with covid uh, uh we weren't able to do it at all last year really kicked off last august um, when things seemed to be getting better uh looking like it was going to be quote unquote normal yeah uh, started yeah. started taking applications for help from people in the community that needed assistance with their homes and then things spiked back up with covid and um understandably the school system with the health department and Uh, advice from everyone else just really couldn't make a commitment to being able to go this summer and that's 100% understandable and we backed that decision and felt like you know at that time that was the right decision Mm -hmm. Um, but about December some you know some student pastors and other leaders from churches just started talking about is it possible to do this thing and it look a little different uh you know without without being in the school and using the school and uh, god just began to open doors and uh, different ideas came about from several different churches and student pastors and we were able to piece things together and kind of kick it back off again in december with this kind of new look uh so that's kind of where we're headed uh for this year I don't know if you wanted me to jump into that or just kind of sleep. Yeah, I in. think
0: we can kind of just walk through how it will be a little little different, how we're not staying at school and how it's kind of more, in some sense, uh, each church-centric while we will come together at, at some times during the week. But uh, maybe just walk us through what uh, construction and part of the park look like, and then we can maybe go through the schedule so people okay. can see where they can still plug in okay. at this point. Sure. Construction, um, what what has happened is
1: churches um, on their own have been choosing different kinds of construction projects that they feel like they can do, putting together their teams of students and adults and um, committing to go out and do the work during the week. Uh, the, impact, uh, the impact supervisors, Blue Hutchins and Chris Hooser and all those other guys who have helped them, have gone out and looked at all these jobs and you know helped us with material list and and yet can lumber who is such a great partner for us in impact we really couldn't do it without them um, still getting the supplies ordered and give the materials out to jobs but it really is centering on the churches and their projects um, now I will say there are some churches who who have combined with other churches on right. their own um, who maybe they didn't have quite enough to do a project on their own, but they've combined with another church and formed teams that way. So we do have some churches coming together to do projects like that. Um, But it looks like we're going to be somewhere between uh, 35 and 40 construction projects being being done through through the churches. Many of the church's students are staying at the church. Right. Um, they're just housing them at the church rather than at the school. Um, some of them are staying at their homes and just meeting in the mornings to go out, but a large majority, I believe, are mm-hmm. going to be staying in their churches um, as well. And then Party in the Park, uh, again, the churches have kind of taken the lead on that under the direction of Lori Gammons and Deborah Matthews. Um, you know, forming those, forming those Party in the Park teams like they have in the past, but some churches have really stepped up and been responsible to do that. If you're not familiar with uh, Party in the Park, it's basically like a backyard VBS uh, in a park or in a different location out in the community and everyone's invited, invited into that. Uh, children to come, parents can come, sign up their kids, drop them off, uh, Monday through Friday in the morning from nine to eleven thirty, and uh, there'll be games and crafts and Bible stories, and uh, just a great chance to impact
0: students there. Mm-hmm. Impact. So you impact. did there, uh, yeah. So that's for rising kindergarten through sixth grade, I believe. Right. Or the kids that can come and be uh, be a part uh, of that? So looking forward to to that uh, this year as well. I think we've got six. That six that right? parks, that's
1: correct, or i say parks, but right. really, yeah. some of them are and some of them aren't.
0: Right. So, um, we've got Alpha and Omega, uh, Yakin County Park, Yakinville Town Park, Fall Creek. Fall Creek. East Bend. Boone, and East Bend. So, yeah, those six options for, uh, if, you've, if you've got young kids, to bring them out to that uh, so that they can be a part and you can invite others there. um As well, so maybe just I feel like with construction and part of the park, not quite to the level of numbers from the past, but (laughs) come together quite nicely. Yes, for the time frame that we were working with here on this, um, for sure. Uh, One other thing I thought about with this is uh, a piece that some people people may not know about, and you know, if you can still get plugged in, is the child care option that we have for volunteers. Can you explain that for people?
1: yes and that is that has been a huge part of impact for the last three times that we've done it Um, the North Carolina Baptist disaster relief childcare team uh, out of Raleigh uh, but really they're from all over the state they go when there are disasters and provide childcare both for workers and affected families and they have offered that service to us for the last three impacts and uh, they basically come and Uh, set up in a church and offer free child care to anyone who is serving through impact for anyone from infants up to rising sixth grade uh, some of the students will go after they go to party in the park they'll go to childcare but that is a completely free option everyone who is serving there is background checked everyone is certified through the North Carolina Baptist Disaster Relief and they do an awesome job John C. Hale lines that up for us, and they just do a tremendous ministry, and that's it. Uh, Maplewood Baptist Church this year. We really appreciate Maplewood opening up their doors and allowing us to set that up there in Yadkinville. It's a central place for the county, so that's kind of why we chose Yadkinville this year to do that, um, but Maplewood has just been very gracious in setting that up and working with Johnson and her team. So if, if if that's something that you could take advantage of and be able to serve at Impact, you can reach out to us, you can reach out to Jamie uh, through this, or you can reach out to your church and they can get connected to me and I can get, I can get them a form, we can get them signed up. Uh, love to have some more people do that.
0: I can say firsthand from the last one that uh the, the people that are great, um, I mean, most of them are a little older, so it's like dropping your kids off at their grandparents' house and then just getting totally loved on for, right. for a day. Uh, my daughter, Hattie, went last time, and those people were just fabulous. So, uh, I mean, they're all trained, they're all vetted, they're all background checked. They're great, great people who love Jesus and want to just... Uh, help us to serve uh, Yakin County by allowing people that may not work without childcare to have the ability to do it at no cost. Wow. So it's That's a great, a great option for sure. Um, so maybe Brent will w- I'll look at the, the theme passage. We like to kind of have a, a theme for the for the week, and really we want to talk about this week, uh, this year, focusing on being the feet of Jesus uh, out of Romans 10, uh, 9 through 15. Uh, And I'll just read those verses real quick. It says, If you declare with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it's with your mouth you profess your faith and are saved. As Scripture says, Anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. For there is no difference between Jew and Gentile. The same Lord is Lord of all and richly blesses all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved how then can they call on the one they have not believed in or how can they believe in the one whom they have not heard and how can they hear without someone preaching to them and how can anyone preach unless they are sent as it is written how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news so kind of that last verse really talking about the idea of being being the feet of Jesus and that's what we're called to do um, and doing that here in our own area uh, again but really the verses before that I mean Talking about how to trust in Jesus and to be, to be saved. So, um, any thoughts you may have on on those verses? I think it's a a great passage to select to be focused on for a week.
1: Yes, it really is. It really just encapsulates a lot of what impact, the heart of impact, you know, from the very beginning has been about, and uh, looking forward to our speaker Terry Long kind of expanding on that as we go through the week and. You know, we've kind of tied that all together this year. Our Party in the Parks curriculum is gonna be based around uh, the, same, the same ideas that are found in that passage, and I'm looking forward to that going together. I think it's a great passage to study for the week uh, and to put that out, and uh, you know in the devotion books for the students, tying that back as well. Uh, so just beginning to meditate and read through that passage and pray through it
0: even ahead of time. Uh, to see what God's going to do in those different areas. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. And you did mention uh, Terry Long being our, our speaker. Many of you guys uh, local probably know him from being the, the uh, student pastor uh, at Mountain View for quite a few years. And they're now back in the area. Uh, he works with the state convention. Looking most looking forward to having him uh, as our as our speaker for the week. So. I think that's a good segue maybe to the schedule because we'll be sure. kicking off with uh, worship on Sunday night where Terry will be speaking if you want to walk us through Brent what, what our schedule looks like and just explain as we go the ways people can get plugged in.
1: Sure so starting on Sunday June the 5th um and I'll just say you know kind of leading up to that as Jamie said we're just three weeks out and one way for all of us to get involved is prayer. Yes. Uh, that is you know Uh, that is the power behind it all is really seeking God's seeking God's face seeking his guidance through all of this and just really begin to pray specifically for all of these things I'm going to talk about all the ministries um, all of the events we're having just really everyone getting involved praying together uh, in that I think that's an awesome picture of um, maybe to see this county and all the prayers being lifted up mm. simultaneously together praying yes. for this week so starting on sunday june 5th uh, we're kicking off with a cookout at five thirty at peace haven baptist church uh, everyone is welcome there uh, for that we'll have a group leader meeting then and then really kicking in at seven o'clock um, with the worship service the first the first worship service there at seven o'clock at Peace Haven, uh, as you know, Terry will be coming to share with us that night and to speak and our band is really a Bidu tail slash casual if you're familiar with that. Um, band is, front, is ladies and guys that have played in that band and served together there and they're coming back together. Sam Stone's putting that together for us and looking forward to them leading us in worship uh, through the week and they'll be there to lead that night. Um, Then on Monday, things really kick off on Monday morning uh, as groups all over the county will be meeting at their churches to pray before they go out for their construction ministry to start. Our water team under Randy Hoot's leadership already collecting water and Gatorade and beginning to get that divided up and get that out to our crews as they go out. To work and they'll be working basically from 8:30 to 4 every day in different parts of the county. If you're driving around the county, you may have already seen some labor provided by impact signs begin to go up uh, in some yards and we appreciate those guys getting those signs out uh, just for specific places for you to pray as you drive around and see those signs and then simultaneously on Monday starting at nine as we already talked about parting the park, we'll start at those six locations. Um, and then coming together, we're doing something different. Uh, we're having worship on Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday nights at mm-hmm. Peace Haven. Um, but we're doing something different through the suggestions. This just arose out of our discussions with a lot of the student pastors in the area trying something different on Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. We're actually doing what we're calling a community celebration block party. On those three nights it's going to be kind of a carnival type theme where families can come together uh, we'll have games and crafts and food uh, just a great time to get out and enjoy uh, meeting people and experiencing the games and celebrating together um, those will run from 630 to 830 uh, in a different location each night on Monday we are being welcomed up at the Alpha and Omega corn Maze up in Hamptonville if you haven't been there that's a great place and uh, we just really appreciate them opening their doors for us there then on Tuesday night at 630 we'll be at the Yetkin County Park at the shelter right behind the Y uh, and and doing that celebration together there and then on Thursday night we're going to be in East Bend uh, at the school from 630 to 830 so really hitting three different areas of the county uh, trying something new with that. So uh, a lot of those days as far as the daytime look the same for our construction crews and our party in the park. And, you know, I definitely don't want to leave out our food teams who yes, are sure. <laughs> providing food for yeah. all of these people. Uh, you know, breakfast in the morning, getting getting lunch out to the crews on their job sites so they can keep working as well as fellowship with the homeowner. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they are, or maybe they're in a school working, and they're able to spend time with the staff who is there through the summer. Uh, just a great partnership there again. And then you know they feed the crews at night, so our our food teams really do a lot of work to make this happen behind the scenes. And uh, then on Wednesday night, uh, again we have we have an opportunity to do something different. The worship service is going to be seven to eight thirty at Peace Haven again but but prior to that we have a ministry coming out of Asheville called Hearts with Hands and they do disaster relief and they purchased a food trailer that was actually owned by the Zach Brown band prior to them <laughs> purchasing it and it traveled around with him as he as he went around the country to different concerts but uh they were able to purchase that during covid and use it for disaster relief they went to lake charles they went to texas they've been to western north carolina providing just a tremendous amount of meals about 2500 a day out of there and they're coming on wednesday night kind of a dual purpose to feed us but also for us to be able to see the food trailer in operation because they would love to have some people from our area form teams yeah to be able to go to disasters when they occur and help them uh, in this food trailer. So if that's something that you're interested in, again, you can contact us and reach out. We still need some help with that. Setting up on Tuesday afternoon as well as helping serve on Wednesday evening prior to the worship service there. So that meal that meal there will actually start at 5.30, uh, but they'll start serving and setting up around four o'clock on that day. And then I guess the last thing is is the last thing, the, fi- <laughs> the final event um, at Peace Haven on Friday, uh, 4.30 to 6.30. We're going to have yard games, which there yeah, plays there in uh, what we talked about right. earlier. Um, yard games there, great time of fellowship together just to spend some time. We'll have inflatables for the kids, for the younger kids, and then we're going to have some food trucks there and be able to provide free meals to people as they come out of the food trucks so again a great opportunity to eat together to fellowship together prior to the final event worship service at seven o'clock that night at peace haven so you did say free
0: Free i did say free food truck right free meal from a food truck exactly right we've been kind of finalizing that list so maybe we'll hold off on that yet but some good options that are coming uh and that is the goal to have everybody to get a ticket to uh the truck of their choice to an extent. I mean, obviously 700 people can't pick the same one, but uh, and then to have, have a free meal there, have some time to to hang out, play some games, or just to interact and fellowship with each other before we finish up with, uh, with worship that last time. I'm very much looking forward uh, to that. Uh, one thing you did mention, Brent, that I think is a little bit unique this time, uh, in the past we have been pretty much Limited to just doing working on homes, we are going to be working with a few schools and ministries this year. Uh, It's kind of opened up with the way that that things worked out. So, looking forward to that a little bit of an addition. And we kind of did a few things for schools, particularly the Forbush, doing a little bit of landscaping as we were there, but now able to help a few more um, of our schools this time. I'm really looking forward to that being a part of what we're doing this time for sure. Yes, I think that's going to be a, like I said earlier. We they have been
1: an integral part of what we've done since the beginning, enabling this to happen. So to be able to give back to all the schools in the county, be able to help them in some small ways and big ways, uh, I think that's a, I think that's a great opportunity, great a great partnership for
0: our churches and our schools yeah. to be working together. For sure. Well, I mean, we did say it's hard to think three weeks out. Uh, pretty much, um, how can people still? help Brent how can they still get uh, plugged in Um, I know it's a little different as we're working with our church but also kind of trying to coordinate everything else but what are what are some definite ways that people can still get plugged into helping
1: some definite ways to help is as I said in the beginning prayer I think is the number one way Uh, we really need uh, everyone praying together through this but as far as serving uh, many of our churches are still uh, open to uh, taking students and adults to join their work crews Um, so if you if your church is involved in impact reach out to your church and get involved there and see how they still need help or if you're uh, perhaps in a church that is not doing impact reach out to us and we'll let you know the ways that you can plug in to help as far as construction goes um, as I said we still need people to help with the community celebration events mm-hmm. those are new and um, we really don't just know how much help we're gonna need right. But we're definitely gonna need some help and we hope we have great attendance at those uh, so we could use help there and we can use help with the food truck on Wednesday night as well as setting up for that on Tuesday um, and you know if you can give a few hours or you can give a few days that is another i guess difference as well and and an advantage in some ways to be able to plug people in for a smaller amount of time especially adults who aren't able to take off the whole week but they can help us in some ways. so as i say reach out to your church uh first if they are involved and if they're not then reach out to us and we can get you connected to either our church or a church that's close to you who is doing impact
0: and i let you connect with them and serve that way. That's something, yeah, I think is, is good to just reinforce and remind is that if you can't get off work, you can help with one of the evenings or if you can't get off the whole week, but you can give a few hours or one day or two days, like don't feel like you can't step in if you can't do the whole time. So. Uh, there's definitely holes to fill and places where people can can still be used for sure and serve and uh, whatever way you can. We'd love to love to have you for sure. Um, so, are there any other ways uh, to support what's going on? Any type of donations or anything else that that can be made? Or sure, we are in need of water and Gatorade,
1: as I mentioned earlier. Our juice boxes to go to our party in the parks. Uh, if you would like to donate those again follow kind of the same avenue if your church is participating you can donate there and uh, all our churches are connected back to our central team that's collecting that stuff as well I'm sure each church is in need of food donations as they're feeding uh, students Um, but also financial donations are very very welcome obviously Uh, we're doing it differently usually uh, when, when we stay at the school the the students and adults who work on crews have have contributed to that in the past, and that's helped pay for a lot of different things, but the huge majority of those fees have gone into our construction projects. Well, we're not right. doing that this year since everyone's staying at their church, so our churches are pitching in uh, to help finance all of the construction materials. and. As many of you know construction materials are two to three times what they were last time yeah Um, so we are we do have a great need there if you'd like to help with that that would be greatly appreciated you can reach out uh, to Jamie or myself or Chris Hooser and uh, we'd be glad to get you connected with that and we would appreciate any donation for that Uh, if you would like to sponsor a food truck at the Friday event. We've got a couple of businesses already who have stepped up and said, hey, I'll pay for the meals out of a food truck uh, for the community to come in on Friday and be able to eat for free, uh, and that's something we'll have posted up there, which, which businesses are sponsoring uh, meals for that. So if you can help with that, again, reach out to us and let us know, uh, Rick Trivett or Chris or Jamie or myself, uh, you can let us know that, and we would love
0: to get you plugged in there. That's a great way to say thank you to those who've served just to hey, a free meal that's always greatly appreciated yes, definitely for sure so yeah that's a great way for a business or an individual to, to plug in to that for sure yeah um, and I I don't think I said it earlier but we do want to
1: say thank you to Peace Haven yes I mean for opening their doors for these worship services to happen and to be able to to get together in those times and to be able to have those food events there. That's been just a blessing for them to say yes to that.
0: Yeah, looking forward to that for sure. And I will say just uh, in my opinion, I think it'd be easy for people, I'll speak correctly to the adults to, to, if they're able to serve at a party in the park or at, um, during the day with construction to just go kind of take it easy in, at night and understand that it's gonna be hot, we're gonna be tired. But I would just challenge everybody to to stay as plugged in as possible, and to make a priority to coming out to the worship services. It's just good to be together, like you said at the beginning of the podcast. It's good for churches to work together, and you know it's a little got to be more intentional this time than other times to see, to be there for the times that uh, we're interacting in, in worship. So it's not like we're all going to be at Forest High School uh, to make that effort to get to. To Booger Swamp Road for those services uh, at Peace Haven, but I would I would just challenge you to do that. Whether you feel like it or you'd rather go uh, lay on your couch, I get that. But this is my my challenge. I think you'll greatly uh, appreciate it and you'll benefit from it for sure. Yes, definitely. I think that's going to be a blessing. Um, you know,
1: I think you and I can attest we've been, we've been walking this journey together now for I guess. 13 years yeah. as far as impact goes. Right. And we have seen God do some amazing, unexpected things. And it, it seems like every impact comes around. There's just a ton of amazing stories of right. um, things that we that we haven't expected, but God has, has had in his plan. And I'm interested to see what's going to happen through that. And the more you're plugged in, the more you're able to see those things happen. And that's, that's such an
0: encouragement. Yeah, so if you're a student listening or you're an adult listening and you're on the fence about helping, you're not sure, I, I don't think you can go wrong in jumping in however deep you can uh, for however amount of time. I think you'll be, you'll be uh, blessed for doing it. Uh, you'll see uh, some rewards from it. Uh, you may get a little tired and worn out, but uh, I think God will bless you for it, and you'll get to see firsthand what he's doing, like Brent said. So uh, it's not too late. Uh, Just reach out to us and let us know. We'll get you plugged in for sure. Anything else you'd like to to share in regards to impact? No, I don't think so. I think it's
1: just I appreciate you doing this and starting to get the word out. One other thing you can do is help us spread the word about about all of these events. Everything is taking place, but especially those events that are open to everyone at night, whether it's community celebration or the worship services. Um, Again, things have been limited time frame as far as getting information out usually we've had rallies leading up to this point we've met together people have been able to get excited and to invite people to the rallies to learn about what's going on and we haven't been able to do that so we're really depending on on people to share it with their friends and other people in their community and their neighbors and just invite them to come
0: yeah if you're on social media facebook instagram the Magnified Ministries pages are, are starting to roll some information out. Like those, comment, share them. But then I think even bigger is make personal invitations. If you've got uh, friends and family who uh, maybe aren't plugged into a church or with, you know have kids who want to go to a party in the park or go to these celebrations or come with you to worship, make that invitation. Bring them with you. Uh, and I think that's the best way. Yes, we love social media and that click and it does help, but... Uh, be be a bringer uh, yeah. don't just not even an inviter just bring somebody with you uh, that needs to uh to meet jesus or to maybe experience him anew uh you know they've come to above time or just i mean goodness it's just good for god's people to get together anyway so uh, come be be a part of that for sure um, but if you have any more questions again feel free to Respond back, reply back to the Deep Three or to the Magnify page or or contact us directly. We love to get you plugged in. But um, Brent, thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. Uh, And hopefully this is beneficial to some people as we get the word out about Impact coming up June 5th through the 10th. Very soon, we're looking forward to it.